Okay, here we go. The Planet Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> what about this person that isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you f***ing bigot. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. You know, that reminded me of Tom Jones' famous hit, She's a Lady. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He had some lines in there that would never fly in today's society, you know? I think Joe and Jerry did a version of that. Did, did they? I think they uh, did. Those guys are terrific, yeah, if you I ask me. So. Yep. Uh, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind you like to flaunt and take to dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Tom Jones was perfect for singing that song. As opposed to the ones you hide, re sneak them in the back door, and don't take them to any meals whatsoever. <laughs> How about, uh, ne- uh, oh, uh, sh- uh, I can, I can, oh, yeah, always something nice to say. Oh, what a blessing. I can leave her on her own knowing she's uh, okay alone and there's no messing. How about that? How about the one where he says, I never would abuse her. <laughs> well, I always treat her with respect. I never would abuse her. The other girls, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. But not her. Come She's on, a lady. She's... <laughs> I think he's probably grown up out of that stage, don't you? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even wear the tight pants anymore. But he can still sing, man. I saw him the other day. Holy crap. Oh, yeah, he's good. Jesus. He's one of the great voices in the history of music. No kidding. What a, what range on the guy, too. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Planet Mikey Father's Day edition. Now, it's not Father's Day yet. We're recording on Tuesday the 14th, 14th of uh, flag, flag June. Day. June. Flag Day. Flag Day. Is it Flag Day? I think it is, yeah. Does that make me a flag? Pretty much. Waver? Yep, that's right. Uh, it's Tuesday the 14th, is what it is. So it's next Sunday is Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I should be getting a card maybe soon from somebody. Just one? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I could have my daughter send you a I got four Father's kids. Day. I'll probably get one card. You know, this. But uh, we'll look forward to that time. But in the meanwhile, just before we even start the, the uh, podcast, what is it? Let's say. Well, let's start with you, uh, Bill. What, what was your father's name, and what did he do for a living? My father's name was... My name is Bill Smith. That's same a, as yours? Same as, yeah. Are, are you a junior? junior? Bill Smith Sr., that's right, yeah. So you're Junior. That's right. Okay, let's, from now on, let's call him Junior. You can call him Junior. Uh, I'll take it. Hey, sure. Junior. Got any more questions? What you got over there, Junior? I'll tell hey, you what I got right there. Control board over there. Got it from you my bunch dad. Of buttons and stuff. <laughs> you want to go play catch outside, Junior? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and uh, say something nice and then true, please, about your dad. Well, if I... My father had, he was the most real person I ever knew. Never lied. Well, if he did, I never knew about it. But he was the most honest guy. As far as you knew. Yeah. But what was interesting, (laughs) I get into the radio business. He never really acknowledged it much. He thought, well, you know, what are you doing? You know, yeah. It wasn't a real job. Yeah, right. But he had my best interests at heart. That's what it was. And he just thought, radio, why are you throwing it away? So I wind up on WBZ one day when I'm 25 or something. He never says anything to me. I mean, I was so, so proud. Oh, boy, sure, I'm working so with all these guys. 50,000 watts. Oh, it was a lot of fun, man. And um, anyway, he never said anything. But his friends from work came over one day. My dad's in the bathroom. He said, hey, you're that guy. I said, what? He said, oh, your dad talks about you like nonstop. We tell him to shut up for Christ's sake. You come on the radio. He says, hold on, shut up. Listen to this. And he turns the radio up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. Well, she's very proud of you. And he should have been. Yeah. Does he, know, he never knew you were going to be the greatest at what you do in the history of broadcasting in New England. I got it from dad. I, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. you know. But did he talk about you incessantly even when he was in the bathroom when they were there? Yeah, I could hear, God damn it, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. 
your dad, what's his name, and what? And say something nice about him. Um, his name is Jeff. 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 Jeffrey Kitchen. G e o f f or J e f. Okay. Now, J. Does he know that the word kitchen in Swedish is cock? You might want to tell him that. In fact, you're saying something nice about him right there. Yeah, very much so. Nice thing about him. Well, he really loves the Celtics. Oh. In particular. The uh, 1984 Celtics. Because if it wasn't for them and his love for the Celtics, yeah. I wouldn't be here today. Oh, good. Not bad. That's good. He so. took it to the hole. He, he, he sure did. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's got sexual innuendo in it. Wow. <laughs> so he's a fine, upstanding uh, young man. Sure. I remember one day I was, uh, I was producing Jeff Katz's show. And yeah. I was on with him, and there was a story about uh, Jeff Katz. Blunt, uh, blunt raps in Worcester or something. I don't remember exactly what the story was. Blunts and your ears perked No, up. blunt raps. Oh. And then Jeff, of course, had me explain what it was. So I'm on the radio explaining it. And then, you know, my dad calls me after the show and I was explaining to him the segment. He was like, blunt, I don't know what blunts are. I was like, oh, you take a cigar, you unravel it and degut and everything. It's like, just st- all of a sudden, and my dad never drank, no, nothing in the house, never. He just goes, oh, like with white owls? <laughs> white owls? White owls. Like he knew. He remembered the cigar he was using in 1971 oh to roll blunts. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, man, so that's how I found out my dad smoked blunts. I have a, 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 a <laughs> cigar commercial. You do? Yeah. Here, hold on. Man to... <clears throat> hold on. All right, go ahead. Man to man, smoke a Roy Tan. Man to man, smoke a Roy Tan cigar. Man to man, smoke a Roy Tan for the taste that is better by far. The piece of shit commercial is terrible. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. My dad, of course, was uh, Milton. Milty. Burl? Bub. Uncle Bub, they called him. Milton, a former FBI agent, I understand. He, he met my mother at, uh, they were both uh, college students at St. Lawrence University in upstate New York uh, as radio colleagues doing radio, college radio together, and that's how my parents met. Isn't that weird? And then they, they spawned a radio superstar. Look at that. My younger brother, John. <laughs> <laughs> After World War II uh, and the GI Bill, that's where he went to school in St. Lawrence. And by the way, on the way over here, I was, I was behind a car, there's a little sticker on the back. I'm like, what the hell is that sticker? St. Lawrence University. How about that? Not that many of those around, especially down here. Anyway, Albany Law School, FBI, Manchester, Connecticut, 1955. I was, that's where I was uh, raised. And then he became a Manchester historian, an author, and a business guy. Milt would have been 99 this year. Ooh. Wow. 99. That's like oh, it's so wicked close to 100. God. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, it is. I think it's very close. But can you even get closer to 100 than that? Uh, maybe. No. Not without passing it. Yeah, these guys 101 are calling up. They'll be calling me tomorrow. So. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, you can hear that sound in the background. That's a, that's a, my fan. The fan is on, Mikey. We got the AC on in the other room because it's a rather humid day today. I've had fans before. This one blows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, on to the serious part of the show. First of all, I went to an event today. I got to say this. What kind of an event? I'll reach down here and get my bucket of goodies. It was really cool. It was down at... Uh, uh, Come on now. What was it? No, okay. I got to try to think of the town. <laughs> Lakeville. What Lakeville. Happened? What happened the, at this place today, Mike? What was well, this place? And I'll wh- tell you what it why was. Why are you dressed like Thomas Magnum? What's wrong with that? Oh, well... Okay, see, I'm going to hold this up to the camera. Bountiful Farms. They gave me a little official button. Hmm. Shaped uh, like a weed plant. 
Bountiful Farms is a, is a, a grower of cannabis. Oh. They gave me these nice matches in case you need to strike up a conversation. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it light. <laughs> they gave me this sticker here from because what they were doing was they were having a, uh, a thing where they're, they're trying to infuse different kinds of foods. They're a very creative company, yeah. Bountiful Farms, mm-hmm. with their high-quality products. And so they, they joined forces with the smoke shop, which is, uh, I think there are four smoke shops around Boston, yep. which is uh, New England, basically New England barbecue, but it's better than any other barbecue. It's, it's, it's a specialty place. Okay. And they were going to cook up the stuff. and just, Then they gave me this, and I thought I'd give this to you, Smitty. I'll take it. What is it? Sweet Victory Barbecue Sauce from Bountiful Farms. It's premium Ooh. cannabis-infused. You want me to open it? No, or, don't okay. open it. It's a no. bottle of, of barbecue sauce yeah. in there. Yeah. And... Uh, your mission, should you decide to accept it. Hey, I'm going to try that. Hold that, Ben. I'm going to try that on my new barbecue. And what? <laughs> I also gave while I was there. I, you saw Robert Williams. I gave him a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's funny. Hey, thanks for this. This is great. Yeah, you can make a barbecue. Well, in fact, invite me over when you have it. Okay, I will. Here's the bountiful far, bountiful, bountiful form. But. Sticker. That's going to go on your nose for the rest of the show. And these nice T-shirts. Put them right side up there. I'm trying. I'm trying. So I got some nice stuff here. That's that's the smoke shop T-shirt. And what was the? I don't think I'm a a large. I think I'm an XL, but that's okay. Oh, this will fit. What was the highlight of your day? Well, seeing Michelle, who used to be with Sam Adams, who's working with these companies now, she's delightful. Yes. And all the nice folks that run the operation at Bountiful Farms. It was just a great day. Everybody was in a good mood. Oh, this is great. You know, so I want to thank them for that stuff. And uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a sponsor someday. You never know in this world. Well, I'm going to thank Bountiful Farms for the gift you I told gave them. Me. I can't great. endorse their, their, their uh, uh, what do you call it? Pro- their cannabis products. Yes. Until I've tried every single one of them. That makes sense, Mike. And you're one of those guys that you wouldn't endorse anything if you hadn't no. already approved. And I, I always like to try the things before I endorse them. And then, I, then I'm free, clear, conscience-wise to say, get this stuff. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Unlike the uh, the pistachio nuts. <laughs> no, the, yeah. The pistachio nuts with the worms crawling out of them was a little much for me. In fact, what was that? Wonderful Nut Company? Well, yeah, but you were honest about it. I was honest about it. And, yeah. I'm, and, I'm, I'm, and still, maybe, Ben, maybe that we can give you another mission that you can fail at. Which sure. is you didn't get Tatiana. See if you can get Nuts.com on the air as an advertiser. Nuts.com. Go ahead. Do that. I'm not holding out any hope. Remember with Tatiana? We tried. We told him for seven weeks to get in touch with her. Now she's a babe. She's on there going, hi, I'm Tatiana. Now she's giving her name out on the commercials. She's yeah. a pretty girl. All right. Sorry. Whew. I'd like to thank our sponsors, by the way, on a related note. Okay, go ahead. Uh, betonline.ag. I had... I, Celtics didn't treat me well this past week, but I'm going to come out of it. I'm going to come out of a big time. I'm going to bet the Celtics twice in a row the last two games, and I'm going to bet the Red Sox every game. They look like they can win six out of ten. I figure there's a profit there. What do you think? Yes, go up, go for that, Mike. Uh, what, what's your kitty up to on Bet Online right now? Well, it's down from last week because of the Celtics. Yeah, because of Celtics. That's all. I don't. I really don't want to discuss it because it gives me the go- it gives me the goiter. <laughs> What is, that? what is that, anyway? I, <laughs> I had it, but I just don't know what it is. So now, <clears throat> two things. Sponsors. Uh, MikeStacyGolf.com. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the guy from Shining Rock. From Shining Rock Country yeah. Club. And I'm going to go there Thursday, Shining Rock Golf Club, on Thursday and play 18 holes because it's going to be a beautiful day like it was today. 
on Thursday. What time and do you usually if, if you arrive need, at the if course? If you need golf lessons, MikeStacyGolf.com. What time do you arrive at the course? I could get there anytime between 8 and, say, uh, 7 p.m. You like no. the, the morning on the on the golf course? I like the, I like the special place. Get, get it out of the way, you know. Uh, did you guys know that there's a a uh, an organized group of of wrestlers named Blow? B L <laughs> no. B L O W W. Well, this is Pride Month. I heard this on the radio. Yeah, and it's related to that. Go Blow ahead. is a radical response to the mainstream world of professional wrestling. Mm. Says here from their their webpage, we are a feminist grassroots organization where women, non-binary, trans, and questioning peoples can express ourselves and work together to create an unforgettable spectacle we can all get behind. I get it. I don't like the sound of that. What does BLOW stand for again? I don't know. Something about BLOW wrestling, what world of wrestling or something. Anyway. But blow, you know, we all know what that is. That's sure. cocaine. We're not here for the male spectacle. We, uh, we're not here for the male gaze, and reject right. the G A Z E. Yes. Okay. And re- <laughs> and reject the misogyny, racism, and homophobia rampant in mainstream uh, representations of the art form. The art form being wrestling. Yeah. We have ownership over our own bodies. You won't see us as ornaments or valets in our universe. They're kind of militant. Yeah, a little bit. We accept people of all colors, ability, expression, experience, strength, and size into our ring. Our characters are not interested in acting how you think a woman should act. Uh, anyway, they're putting on a show in Somerville, and you can go watch it oh, if you want to. Local, excellent. Now, this isn't like one of those kiddie drag shows where they have kids out there and they get dollar bills from them. This is this is actual wrestling. You got to admit, it sounds like fun. You know, I wrestled this woman, and I think she turned out to be a lesbian. Eventually, her name was Darlene. When I was a little kid, I used to wrestle her every day. She's my neighborhood. We kind of fought, you yeah. know, like we get wrestling matches every single day. Honestly, she could wrestle, yeah. and you should have seen her box. So Darlene was a friend of mine. And I think that she was one of those neighbors that, you know, decided that uh, she didn't like, you know, men. You did we, this we to her. We all had one of those. But the, hopefully they were usually men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, we're rude here in Massachusetts. There was a survey out. I don't know if you saw this. I thought, did you see this? Oh, I got to tell you what it is first before you lose. No, <laughs> tell me what it is. Uh, the rudest sur- uh, people in the state by by state, you know, top rudest f- state in America. Yeah, whatever. Mm, let's go with that. Close enough. I mean, you simplify thank you, it. Thank you for translating the. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, the rudest survey now number eight, Rhode Island. Oh, and I got to tell you, I think they they're, are they're underrated. Rude. They are so fucking rude down there in Rhode Island. They really are for a small state. Maybe you think that's they'd it. be a little more humble. Yeah, you know. But no, they're, they're very rude. But here's number seven. Massachusetts. <laughs> well, seventh on the list. Seven. Wow. It feels slighted, don't you? I do a little bit, yeah. Because you know if you want, and if we put our minds to it, we can be so much ruder, bigger, better, more accomplished than Rhode Island That's in every correct. way. That's right. I could have named six states ruder than Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey. Hold on now. You're, you don't jump the gun on my announcement. All right. Number one. Nueva York. Oh, of course. You know why? Here's my answer for that. They're fucking assholes. (laughs) (laughs) 
We knew that because, uh, they, you know, they're assholes. Right? Connecticut was like way down at like 20-something. So, And I'm, that's where I'm originally from, you know. Connecticut so, sucks. I feel good about that. Yeah, it does suck, but, it's, yeah. but they're not rude. Not as rude as you. <laughs> they're rude by having so many cops on the highways. <laughs> Tell me about it. I it's lost my brutal. license. Six speeding tickets in a year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I lost my license for two months. Was this? Eric Evangelista. You know, Eric. You remember Eric? Yes. He, he had to go pick me up at the Connecticut border because I was not allowed to drive in Massachusetts <laughs> every day for two months. He hated me. All right. Now, uh, okay, so what, what was I going to talk about? You were talking about... Uh, All kinds of stuff. Yes. Okay. The, now, the, hold on. Let me get my Snapple over here. My God, is not getting a Snapple. There it is. By the way, I think I've moved over to the other kind. Oh, what's the other kind of... Uh, pure leaf, pure leaf, iced tea, iced tea. Yeah, it's not the same, but it's. I think it's better. Is it in a glass bottle? No, it's it's in plastic. Yeah. Hold on a second. Are you gonna blow your nose? <clears throat> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna blow my nose this time in Swiss. Okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Want some? Your nose is so fucked up. It's all, it is. <laughs> you know, try you getting... just shifted it like three inches to the left. You know what? It's all. You know what? It is? It's all cartilage in there. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's uh, when you have uh, what? When you have <laughs> no? When you have what's it called? When you have uh, a the, broken nose? The deviated septum. Septi. Oh, septi. Well, well in my case, it's not just one septum. It's the whole of them. <laughs> DVF septum. I'm a seven, I've had so many broken noses. Oh. I'm like Larry Zonka, but without any talent or notoriety. You've got a rather handsome nose, Mike. <laughs> Used to be so cute. Now it's like this <laughs> flat, dimpled piece of meat hanging off my face. <laughs> it, has, <laughs> it, has, it, has, it has character. All right, so the stock market is down. I, I, you know what? I'm going to save that for 15 minutes of shame because that's on Biden, right? Yeah, okay. Way down. Our, all of our wealth in our 401ks is getting just... Cut out from under yep, us. Yep, that's it. Isn't that great? It's pathetic. Yeah. We're losing money as we sit here. Yeah. Just we don't even doing anything. We're not spending, but we're losing money every second that goes by. You don't suppose they're deliberately trying to crash the market, do you? Wreck the economy? God knows what they're trying. Couldn't to possibly do. be done deliberately. Here's a weird thing. Now, I mean, I know this is not a topic that a lot of people are comfortable discussing. Uh oh, what is it? It. All right. Here's what it is. <laughs> There's a guy on Twitter, yeah. and he's he was tra- trans. He went trans, and then he changed his mind, yeah, and wanted to go back and correct the trans the trans transformation. How far did he go? So he went from guy to girl to guy, guy to girl. Now he's you're trying. He's trying to get an back. Awful story. And by the way, some of this I'm going to warn the kids that are listening. Part of what you're about to hear is graphic. And disgusting. Mm. So listen up. This is the voice of Tulip. This is Tulip R. Excuse me? His name. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the person's name. Oh, okay. He says, I want to tell everybody what they took from us, what irreversible really means, and and what that reality looks like for us. That would be those that, that switched but want to switch back. No one told me any of what I'm going to tell you now. I have no sensation in my crotch region at all. Oh. You could stab me with a knife and I wouldn't know. The entire area is numb. It's like it's shell-shocked and unable to comprehend what happened even four years on. 
No one told me that the base area of your penis is left. It can't be removed, meaning you're left with a literal stump inside that twitches. When you take testosterone and your libido returns, you wake up in the morning with, uh, with morning wood without the tree. Oh, man. I wish this was a joke. Okay, now, that's... Oh, I'm fucking horrified. Wait a minute. Oh. You, you ain't seen nothing. He ain't seen nothing yet, uh, Mama Homo. He says that's something that he, she, well, I'm, well, I'm not sure. Tulip. That's something that'll never come back. One reason why I got surgery. My sex drive died about six months on HRT, which is the, you know, the... Human uh, replace, what's it, hormone, hormone replacement, replacement yeah. therapy? And at the time, I was glad to be rid of it, but now, 10 years later, I'm realizing what I'm missing out and what I won't get back. Because even if I had a sex drive, my neo-vagina is so narrow and small, I wouldn't be able to have sex if I wanted to. And when I do use a small dilator, I have random pockets of sensation that only seem to pick up pain rather than pleasure. Oh, man. God. Any pleasure I do get comes from the prostate that has moved forward and wrapped in glands from the penis, meaning anal sex isn't possible and can risk further damage. Then there are the dreams. Are you ready for this? No, hold on. Give us a minute. <laughs> Let us digest what the hell we just and, heard. And do a little reset for okay. me. Who is this person? His name is Tulip R. Yeah, and he's a Twitter guy. Uh, yes, okay. or a Twitter person. Well, he's a person who uses Twitter. He oh. says, then there's the dreams. I dream often that I have both sets of genitals. In the dream, I'm distressed. I have both. But wh why both, I think? I tell myself to wake up because I know it's just a dream, and I awaken into a living nightmare. In those moments, amnesia... Of amnesia as I wake, I would reach down to my crotch area expecting something that was there for three decades, and it's not. Oh. My heart skips a beat every single time. Then there's the act of going to the toilet. It takes me 10 minutes to empty my bladder. It's extremely slow and painful. It dribbles no matter how much I relax, and I, 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 it will then just go all over the entire area, leaving me soaked. Oh. It sounds like a fun life. You know, let me ask you this. He, she is going to have corrective Tulip. surgery. Tulip. So after cleaning myself up, I will find moments later that my uh, my underwear is wet. No matter how much I wiped, it slowly drips out for the better part of an hour. Oh, God. I never knew at 35 that I ran the risk of smelling like piss everywhere I went. Oh. Now, this person has decided that this is not a good turn of events. Yep. Oh, my God. Now I get to the point where I'm detransitioned and the, uh, the realization... That this is permanent is catching up with me. During transition, I was obsessive and deeply unwell. I cannot believe they were allowed to do this to me, even after all the red flags. I wasn't even asked if I wanted to freeze sperm or want kids. I'm ups uh, In my obsessive, deeply unwell state, they just nodded along and didn't tell me the realities of what life would be like. Is Tulip referring to his or her parents? No, I think the doctor's... Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the people that were helping him and her in, in this process. Tulip. Transition. Whoever the doctor was that did the job did, botched it. Finally, there, there's dilation, which is like some sort of demonic ceremony where you impale yourself for 20 agonizing minutes to remind you of your own stupidity. That's not even half of it. It isn't the only uh, oh my God. regret. There's grief. There's anger. Fuck everyone who let this happen. Wow. When I lost 1,600 milliliters of blood during surgery, it took days to get a blood transfusion. The surgery lasted three hours longer. They joked about the blood loss. I mean, th th this is this is a terrible... I mean, again, I got this all off Twitter. This was one big threat. Yeah. 
And I got this, and the only reason I brought it in is because I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. What were you searching for that brought you to this? It just came up on something oh, I sure said. Sure it yeah. did, Bill. Sure it did. <laughs> they call me Rhino over at the zoo. <laughs> I call you Magnum. I'll tell you, though, it's just, I'm thinking, I feel bad for this person because yeah, they're obviously messed awful. up. Yeah. And it, I think it's strong of them to come forward and say, whoa, whoa, before you do this, Take a look at what I did Consider- and listen to what I had to go yeah, through. This is what happened to me. Maybe it sounds I, awful. I'm thinking the doctor because I've heard of other uh, surgeries and, and transformations that have gone well. You have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess the old I mean, saying's true. It's all fun and games until you cut your cock off. <laughs> That's is that Russian? <laughs> Mister Cut Your Cock yeah. Off is yeah, Tilia. Yes. <laughs> Tilia. But he he's not unfortunately not doing very well right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think his first name is Igor. Igor, no, Tilia. Tilia. Tilia Kachikakov, yeah. How about Ivan? <laughs> I mean, Yurkinov. Ivan. <laughs> Ivan. Yeah. Ivan Yurkinov is the center for the Russian team. Uh, then there would be Ivana. Oh. Ivana Kachikakov. I mean, I, I know, you know, I didn't want to bring everybody down with that whole thing, but guess <laughs> what? That's kind of trouble. It's all right. We turned it around. Yeah, it was terrible. Thanks, Mike. Jeez. That was horrifying. I know. Absolutely and, horrifying. And so, but we're here as a public service. To help people get through. <laughs> Where's that betting thing? Where's that? You know, you're looking. You want to bet on while everybody's <laughs> while everybody's fine tuned into the show. <laughs> I want to make sure we get the me- the message across. Yeah. Uh, our partners. Are- <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. This is called burying the lead. <laughs> our partners oh, at Bet Online. What well, you know? What's worse than uh, flowers on your piano? What? What's worse? Tulips tul- tul- on, on your work. <laughs> our, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs. If they don't cancel after hearing this, uh, first of all, let me just tell you, but they have the latest odds, just like our stories here on the That's right. Random Mikey podcast. Yep. They're always odd. They have the odds, the news, the sports developments, including. Uh, the finals and there's God, there's two only two games left as we speak. Yeah. Thursday they're going to play and they're going to play again. May, I, I know there will be a game seven. Damn so, right there will be. You're right, but it has to be. <laughs> I got all that big money riding on it too. NHL hockey conference finals. Yeah. Uh, no Stanley Cup uh, finals. Stanley Cup finals. Yep. Major League Baseball scores that'll go on right to for September. Boy. Right through September. All the latest <laughs> fighting news. <laughs> and even next season's early NLF features. NLF, which is the National League of Football. Yeah. Now, you've actually used this service before and had great luck. Sure I have. It's all about the luck and the brains. and the, You know, you got you to think about the... You don't bet with your heart. You bet with your head. I see. Say it. Bet online is your continued. <laughs> <laughs> it's your continued source for all your sporting, waging, and information stuff. Live betting, playoffs, and esports. What the hell are esports? esports? I'm saying it. I don't even know what it is. Oh, it's like a, a Madden tournament. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Madden's dead, isn't he? Not the video game. You know what the last thing he said to me was? What's that? I said, you want a strawberry? I had just come from the the, uh, the, the buffet bar. I'll, I'll be around L.A. at the Fox with, you know, when they were announcing the new crew. Yes. Oh, you so were I doing like the upfronts or I, something? I interviewed Pat Summerall. And I interviewed uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw. And I, was, I did an interview with John Madden. So I, I had some strawberries, fresh strawberries from the uh, from the, the Mexican guy down the street. No, from the uh, the buffet. <laughs> oh. They had served there. It was huge. She wants strawberry. He goes, no. 
If it don't float, I don't eat it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm thinking John Madden. So when he when he blows out a a, a poop, it's it floats. <laughs> Seriously? He'd have to make a choice at that point. You know. By the way, you guys, I. I I, make, making poop jokes, they're not not—they're not my favorite, but they're solid number two. Okay. <laughs> solid number two. Oh, so go to, go to uh, betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag and put in your bets. And here's the thing. You can get free money, and here's how. You use a promo code CLNS50. CLNS50. To get the bonus to 50%. Welcome bonus. You put in 100, you get $50 free. You put in 20, you get 10 free. You put in 500, you get uh, 250. 250. 250 free. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts and where the game starts, FM. That was a good job on that commercial. It only took seven minutes to get through that one minute commercial. That's right. Void with prohibited member of TIC. Uh, now, uh, more bad news. Oh, God. Bad news. Yeah, you uh, know how the supply chain is a problem? Hold on. This sounds like news. It's kind of newsy. It's newsy. Now the news with Mike Adams. This just in. <laughs> I love how that makes you laugh when you do it. <laughs> I know. I, but anytime I put on the fake radio thing and say something I've said a thousand times, but with more meaning, it means something to me. Hold on one second. got to take a hit off this vape. <laughs> That's good stuff. Bad news. You know the supply chain issues we have? We have we had it with the, the baby uh, formula. Oh, yep, yep. We, now we got it with gasoline. Now gasoline is five bucks a gallon. The latest is there is, and I heard this today on the news, and that's why I'm talking about it right now because I wouldn't just make this shit up. Now the news with Mike Adams. There's a tampon shortage. A tampon shortage. Uh-oh. You know what that's going to do? No. Oh, my God. Mm. Are you kidding me? There's no bigger problem for women, period. Well, they just started stashing the... Uh, uh, the bears are going to be roaming the streets. Didn't they, <laughs> didn't they put uh, <coughs> receptacles or some, whatever the hell they call them, dispensers in uh, boys' restrooms? Yes. Well, they, you know why? So that, they, so that the boys who think they might someday want to become a woman can ponder tampons and all that comes with them. Excellent. So where are they using them now? Uh, well, right in the vagina. The boys, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tampon shortage coming up. Now they have—is it a plastic shortage, a little tube, or is it the, you know, I don't know. They're not number one, but they're right up. But you know what's going? You know what? They don't have enough wings for the always. Oh, that's what it is. Those maxi pads. Yeah. It's always with wings. <laughs> Fly away. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to try to find out and get to the bottom of this. Maybe I can pull some strings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you and did you that whole story just for no, that, no, didn't you? No, I didn't really. But I, you know what's a really unbelievable thing? There's a run now. Shit. There's a shortage of red red underpants. You can't find them anywhere now. Really, red? Yeah. In lo, in, lo, in light of this, red, only red ones. Oh, so that, but that's a true story. Here's another story that has to do with bodily functions and All so right. on. You're in trouble. No more. The Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority, better known as the MBTA, hopes with a new program to tackle public urination oh. in system elevators. You know how they're going to tackle it? With technology. Of course. 
The MBTA, which services Boston and the surrounding area, is launching a pilot program this summer which, in which urine detection sensors will be placed in four downtown elevators. They want to nab these elevator pissers. You know, there's nothing quite like the stench of getting into a smelly elevator. A sm- they call it a smell-ovator. A smell-ovator, mm. yep. But here's the problem. It's like a Wonkavator. They're oh. doing this. they got technology. They're putting it together, and they have a program now to prevent, to detect the urine. Now, what happens when they detect it? The sensors alert transit ambassadors who can dispatch a cleaning crew. Hold on. They don't arrest the people who pissed in there. Transit ambassadors? Transit ambassadors. Ah, that sounds like a new uh, a new position for people to belong to. In the, like but the they state dispatch government. them. Uh-oh. Somebody, uh, somebody peed in Elevator 6. Okay, get over there right away and clean that up. Okay. <sighs> Ambassador. Somebody peed on Elevator 12. Uh, but the people who did it can keep coming back every day and doing it because they don't arrest them. They don't have a law or cops or any, you know monitoring system or video camera, nothing. They have sensors that... There's a 12-inch shit in the freight elevator. <laughs> they determine that Send someone Javier. has pissed in there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is the stupidest thing. That pilot begins in August. Be looking for them. And you know what I think would be funny to do? Save all the urine you have for like a month. <laughs> yeah. In one of those, you know those pouches they put wine in? Oh, yeah. You see how... <laughs> so you look like a homeless guy going through, you know, and you just go and it... Yeah. Squirt it. Stand back and time how long it takes the transit ambassadors to get there with a cleanup crew. Hey, you. Yeah? What's your name? I'm, uh, I'm an ambassador here. Why? Here. <laughs> That's it. Uh, it says the MBTA hopes the program helps alleviate problems. Public urination is not only unsanitary, but it can also damage the elevators. Uh, yeah, I'm going to worry about those elevators. Like, is they're pissing on the buttons? <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with this shit? I don't know, man. Why'd you close uh, that? Your local government. Why'd you close that thing? Um, Did it, it break? It crashed, yeah. So there won't be any YouTube version of this? There will be a... Partial. An abbreviated. A, like three quarters episode. Oh. But we got the good stuff in. Says you. Oh, there you, you go. Yeah. Joe and Jerry aren't too happy about it. Oh, no. It's all right. Well, I think we'll survive this. So we covered Tulip, right? Yeah. Oh, that was... Wasn't that tulip. awful? Poor Tulip, yeah. Did you know that they leave a stump in there? I did not know that. Kind of grosses me out. Uh, <coughs> uh, I forgot what. Did I have more stuff to do? Because I could go home right now and eat. I am so hungry. Really? What did you do today that made you so hungry? Well, <laughs> nothing. Um, I, I I I do want to say this though that I uh, the immigrant count at the border, and I, I you know again people I don't want anyone to ever mistake me for as someone who doesn't like immigrants. I love immigrants. Yep. I think they're fabulous. Yep. It doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter what country they come from. I like them all. Uh, but I think that they should have a limit. <laughs> you know, they, they limit uh, how many people can go into Disney World for a reason, so it's not too crowded. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have problems in some of our cities here with the crowds because 20,000 in the last two weeks have, have come across the border, 20,000 people. Uh, and that doesn't count the getaways. You know, they, they always say the getaways are more than the people that they actually talk to. What are getaways? That's people who go across the board and they just run away and they don't, they don't, ever, they don't interview them. They don't. Oh. Yeah. Getaways. Now, of the 20,000 that they caught this past week, or past two weeks, whole slew of MS-13 gang members Isn't that always great? welcome in yeah. any society. Yeah, I agree. One of the guys that they took uh, and arrested had been, had been in prison for the forced penetration of an inanimate object. Now, no. that's, that's, not, that's not a good thing. No. What? Because now, now not just the people you know are in danger, 
but fruits of forced penetration. Yep. But you know, your car, your <laughs> your your shoe. And he, he he the guy he stuck it right in the gas hole. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. Apparently, there's a knot hole in a tree, you know. There you go. And he goes over there and he checks out the knot hole. And he just prays to God that there's not a hornet's nest in there. <laughs> but what's wrong with these people? I don't know. And the Border Patrol is upset. Yeah. Uh, here's the tweet from June 13th yesterday. That was yesterday, right? Yeah, Monday. Yes. This is from the Border Patrol Union, their, their verified blue checkmarked uh, Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden is an American nightmare. This is our Border Patrol talking. A colossal failure who has erased the rule of law, made a complete joke of our border, and actively works to encourage, assist, and reward criminal acts. American citizens and legal immigrants are on to him. With a hashtag Biden border crisis. Mm-hmm. And then Rasmussen tagged on there. with their, it's, said that Biden's approval has fallen five points in the last two weeks. Yeah. At this point in his term, Trump was... 11 points higher, and we all know how people didn't like Trump. Yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. With all that's going on in Russia, I got an idea. They're trying to take Ukraine and keep it out of the European Union or the uh, NATO Union. Yep. Uh, the Russians are. Why don't we just take Cuba? <laughs> Seriously. Like, Cubans would like to be Americans. They hate it the way it is down there now. Yeah. Why don't we go down and say, look, we're taking over Cuba. It's going to be a beach resort, casino haven. You're going to grow a ton of sugar for us and for our drinks to put in our Snapples. <laughs> and we're going to make you the 51st state, Cuba. How do you like that? Isn't that better than what you got going now? And by the Puerto way. Puerto Rico would be so pissed if Cuba just well, leapfrogs them. <laughs> add them on to 52, Puerto Rico and Cuba. And all we want is cigars and your, and your best baseball players. <laughs> Their oh, cigars yeah. are overrated. Are they? Wildly but I don't overrated. smoke cigars anyway, but you, they all, everybody says they're great. Yeah, they're overrated. Louis Tiant likes them. Oh. Uh, that's a, uh, what, is it, how, how many minutes? Have we gone at least the minimum? We have to go at least 27 minutes. 38 minutes. Oh, 38 we're fine. Minutes. We're fine. We're 38 into this uh, podcast now, Mike. Go <laughs> Let's ahead. bring Joe and Jerry in here and get this thing moving. Come on now, uh, Jerry, Joe, come on in. Come on. Get in here, you knuckleheads. <laughs> She was afraid to come out of the locker. She was nervous as she could be. She was afraid to come out of the locker, troop. She was afraid that somebody would see. Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. So in the locker, she wanted to stay. Two, three, four, stick around, we'll tell you more. She was afraid to come out in the open, Joe. So a blanket around her she wore. At Shaw's, she was afraid to come out in the open. So she sat bundled up on the shore. That whore. Two, three, four, 
tell the people what she wore. Hey, it was an itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, yellow polka dotted peeny. So in the blanket, she wanted to stay. Two, three, four, stick around, we'll tell you more. This song is stupid, Joe. Now she's afraid to come out of the water. And I wonder what she's gonna do. Probably pee in the pool. She's afraid to come out of the water, Joe. And the poor little girl's turning blue. Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. So in the water she wanted to stay. If she wears that dumb bikini. Everyone thinks she'll be a whore.